0: I'm ready to
1: make my credits count.
2: I'm ready to take classes from a university that will help me build on my experience to prepare me for the future. A university that will make me feel supported, encouraged, and connected. Click this ad or go to online.odu.edu today.
3: You are listening to KLRN Radio, where liberty and reason still reign. We're Auto Credit Express, and we've helped thousands of people just like you. Antonio H. told us, great company, got me connected, and the day I went in, I drove off in the car I wanted. 100% worth your time need a car get started now and drive off as early as today just text finance f-i-n-a-n-c-e to three five seven nine eleven right now to get started that's finance f-i-n-a-n-c-e to three five seven nine eleven auto financing the easy way text finance to three five (sighs) seven nine eleven
5: my son was in the army back during desert storm but even then he wanted an mba he looked at a dozen schools but only one offered the online education and flexibility he needed while he was in a tent in iraq grantham university turns out that grantham's been delivering affordable relevant college and advanced degrees for over 65 years heck if they can deliver a quality education to a soldier in a tent overseas Think about the flexibility Grantham can offer you so you can earn your degree too. It doesn't matter how complicated or full your life is. If getting a degree is on your bucket list, you'll want to do what my son did. You'll want to call Grantham. Find out how easy it is to get started on your education so you can check that college degree off your bucket list. Call Grantham right now. 800-910-1370 That's 800-910-1370 Flexible, affordable, relevant. Call 800-910-1370. At St. Jude, a family never sees a bill at all. It's
2: like the world has been lifted off of your shoulders. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures. Saving children. Learn more at
3: stjude.org.
4: Sometimes writers feel lost, unsure why a passage may not be working. It takes another set of eyes to help us nurture our writing into full maturity. At Black Wolf Editorial Services, we strive to enable writers to develop and grow, offering manuscript critiques and line edits through a mentoring editorial style. We also offer assistance on generating a writer's bio for your websites. Black Wolf Editorial Services, nurturing your writing into maturity. For a full list of services, visit blackwolfeditorial.com.
5: You're listening to the Spark Radio Network, internet radio like you've never heard before. Innovation, creativity, and imagination are all said to begin with a spark. So fasten your seatbelt and take the ride of your life and listen for the spark. Swinging for the fences. It's like this heart is defenseless against a passion that's pumping through my veins. Blood, sweat, tears—it's a calling.
2: And if I can't walk, then I'm crawling. It might flicker, but they can't kill the flame. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am Rick Robinson. We are about 60 seconds away from the beginning of the America Off the Rail Show. We've got some audio for you tonight. We're going to take the Chuck, Nancy, and Trump audio apart piece by piece. Because according to the liberals, the Democrats stormed the White House today, and Nancy basically planted her flag right on Trump. I didn't see that happen, though. I'm telling you, I listened to it like three times when I got home because everybody was talking about it, but I have a day job. So uh, yeah, we're gonna kind of go through the audio piece by piece. I'm gonna give you my take on it. You may agree, you may not, but that's why you're here. So. <clears throat> we're gonna get things officially started here in just about 60 seconds, so don't go away. <laughs> Whether we realize it or not, everyone has been impacted by addiction. We all have family members, we all have friends that have faced this demon. But there's hope. There's hope in recovery. There's hope when we work together to rise above the plight of addiction. I'd like you to join Mac Mullings every Saturday from 2 to 4 p.m. on Rise Above Radio around KOKC 1520 AM, where they talk about the hope that is available to all of us. favorite. gentlemen welcome to the program i am rick robinson we are live right now on KLRNradio.com where liberty and reason still reign we do this thing typically every monday tuesday wednesday and thursday when i'm not feeling like i'm dying from ebola the reason i do it like that now is because we have a split schedule so on monday wednesday we do the show at 10 p.m eastern tuesday thursday we do the show at 9 p.m eastern because right after me i'm back with you with jen doing the jen and rick show from uh, on at, at 11 eastern so um I know some of you are like, my God, dude, you're everywhere on this station, and we hate you. That's right. I actually, I keep getting hate mail. So, <clears throat> after taking a break for in between Thanksgiving and being sick. I was off for about 14 days I mean, I was still doing things behind the scenes And doing, you know, the co-hosted shows When my co-hosts were available But doing the the solo show Was a little rough When you sound, sound like Froggy from The Little Rascals And you can't breathe So it was like Froggy crossed with Darth Vader So it would have been really, really bad But anyway, so I did my first show back in a while And I got some email At rick at com yesterday And they said they liked it better when I was gone the thing about the thing that drives me crazy about that is you're listening to the show. You take the time to send me an email, and then all you do is trash the entire show. Eh, it is what it is. I ain't going anywhere. You don't like it. There's other people you can listen to. Speaking of other people to listen to, so tonight we're going to do something a little bit different. I have the entire audio to do. Well, <clears throat> we're not going to listen to the whole thing, but I have the the front part, which is the big part about the exchange back and forth. You know, the liberals are going nuts over it, you know, there's there's, there's hashtags about Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and how they took it to the White House and took it to Trump today, and Trump is a loser, and it was like two parents trying to talk to their bratty kid about how he couldn't skip school and play video games and can't always get what you want, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. So, we have that audio, so when we come back from the break here in just a second, we're gonna officially get started, kinda taking that audio apart. And then I have my take on the whole wall scenario, because you guys have heard it before, but we'll save that for the end of the show, because some of you have already heard it, and some of you were like, dude, we don't need to hear it again. But you're going to, because it's my show, and I can talk about what I want to. It's my show, and I'll talk about what I want. Just kidding. All right, so we're going to take a quick break as soon as I can figure out. There we go. Couldn't get the audio to load. All right, so we'll be, we'll be right back. Going to take a break, pay some bills. Stay tuned.
6: So the wall would get built, but we may not. All right, uh, as
2: promised, here's the audio. I actually didn't mean today. to cue it up quite won't. that fast, but we'll let it run. Uh,
6: but we have an agreement on other things that are really good. Nancy, would you like to say something?
7: Well, thank you, Mr. President. i to meet with you. Uh, we can work together in a bipartisan way uh, to meet the needs of the American people. I think the American people recognize that we must keep government open, that a shutdown is not worth anything. And that you should not have a Trump shutdown. Uh, you have a, oh, the oh White I, House. Did the you Trump? Trump? Shutdown. Oh, oh. You have the White That's, House. It's go you have the Senate. You have the House of Representatives. You have the votes. You should pass no, it. No, we don't have now. the
6: votes, Nancy, because in the Senate we need sixty votes. No, no, but in the House you we we could
7: bring it up right now. Yeah, but today. I can't
6: excuse me. But I can't get it passed in the House if it's not going to pass in the Senate, I don't want to waste time.
7: Well, you, well the fact is you can get it started that way. The and House,
6: we can get passed very easily okay, and we do, do it. but do it. the problem is the Senate because we need 10 Democrats to vote
7: well, and that's they not won't the vote. Point, Mr. The point is is that there are equities to be weighed.
2: and Actually, we're going to stop right there for the first point I want to make because that is exactly the point. Yeah, he might be able to get this thing passed in the House. But he's not going to be able to get 10 Democrats to walk across the line and vote with him. So there's not really any point in wasting the House's time because when he gets pushed over to the Senate, it's just going to die. So yes, Nancy, that is actually the point. He's coming to you, trying to talk to you about a bipartisan way to fix things that need to be fixed. And you're not even willing to listen to the guy. I want you guys to keep listening to this because the left is taking a victory lap today because of how Nancy Pelosi was talking to Trump. And I just want you to hear it. Because some of what she's doing right now sounds a lot like what they don't like when Trump does it. But it's okay when she does it because she's on their side.
7: We're here to have a conversation in a prayerful way. So I don't think we should have a debate in front of the press on this. But the fact is the the House Republicans could bring up this bill if they had the votes. Immediately and set the tone for what you want.
6: If we thought we were going to get it passed in the Senate, Nancy, we would do it immediately. we okay. get it passed very easily in the House.
7: No, that's we not- would
6: get it, Nancy, I'd have it passed in two seconds. It doesn't matter though because okay. we can't get it passed in the Senate because we need 10 Democrat votes. Right. That's well, the again, problem.
7: Again, let us have our conversation, then that's we can right. meet with the press again. But the fact mm-hmm. is, is that legislative. Okay,
2: stopping right there for a second again. Nancy, why are you so afraid of having this conversation in front of the press? You've asked that, you've said that same thing, like, hang on, I should probably fix the audio, the volume a bit. Sorry, I keep cranking up the volume so I can make sure you guys can hear the audio, and then I keep forgetting to crank it down before I start talking again. So, anyway, so Nancy, why are you so hell-bent against having this conversation in front of the press? Weren't you the ones that were all touting when Obama was talking about how transparent things were going to be under his administration? Trump is having what is normally done as a closed-door meeting right in front of the press. And all I keep hearing you talk about is how we shouldn't be having this conversation in front of the press. We should have this conversation behind closed doors. And then once we get an agreement hammered out, then we should talk in front of the press. So what, you don't want the press to see how the sausage is made? I mean, what, 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 what's your problem, Nancy? I, I don't get it. I, I, re, I really just don't get it.
7: All right, so let's keep going. Which is what we do. You begin, you make your, your point, you state your case. That's what the House Republicans could do if they had the votes. But there are no votes in the House, a majority of votes, for a wall. No matter which. exactly Sorry. right. You don't. Have I, if don't I, have I needed
6: the, the votes for the wall in the House, I would have them mm-hmm. in one session. Well, would go be do done. It. Go do it. it. doesn't help because we need ten Democrats in no, the Senate. put it on the Senate.
7: Put it of on, put it on a negotiation. Okay, let
6: me ask you this. Just and we're doing this in a very friendly manner. It doesn't help for me to take a vote in the House where I will win easily with the Republicans. Will not win. It doesn't help to take that vote. Because I'm not going to get the vote of the Senate. Senate. I need 10 senators. That's the problem. President,
7: you have the White House. You have the Senate. I have the White House. House. The White House
6: is done, and the House would give me the vote if I wanted it, but I can't because I need Nancy. I need 10 votes from Chuck. All right, let me say something here.
7: Let me just say one thing. The fact is, you do not have the votes in the House.
6: Nancy, I do, and we need border security. Nancy, Nancy. We need border security. It's very simple. Of
7: course we do. We need border
6: security. People are pouring into our country, including terrorists. We have terrorists. We caught 10 terrorists over the last very short period of time. 10. These are very serious people. Our border agents, all of our law enforcement has been incredible what they've done. But we caught 10 terrorists. These are people that were looking to do harm. We need the wall. We need. More important than anything, we need border security of which the wall is just a piece. But it's important. Chuck, did you want to say something? Yeah, here's what I want to
0: say. We have a lot of disagreements here. The Washington Post today gave you a whole lot of Pinocchios because they say you constantly misstate how much the wall is bu- how much of the wall is built and how much is there. But that's not the point here. We have a disagreement about the wall. Whether it's effective or whatever. <laughs> not on border security, but on the wall. We do not want to shut down the government. You have called twenty times. To shut down the government. You say, I want to shut down the government. We don't. We want to come to an agreement. If we can't come to an agreement, we have solutions that will pass the House and Senate right now.
2: Okay, so maybe it's... We're going to stop right there. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut off Chuckie Schumer, but I I think I've heard about as much of that as I want to hear, but we'll get back to it in a second. Only because there are a couple other points I want to make. But am I the only one who's not really that upset about the idea of shutting down the government? Maybe it's because I'm a... um, Big G, little government guy, and a big L, liberty guy. Cause yeah, I'm all about smaller government. So anytime we can get them to you know shrink themselves, even if it's just for a few weeks, I'm good with that. So everybody's like, oh my god, Trump's talking about shutting down the government, blah blah blah, blah. we're all gonna die we go through this every so often and we come out the other side and then it all starts over again. What I like about what Trump is trying to do, and he's going to lose some of his base because he's actually trying to reach across the aisle. And I like the fact that he's trying to reach across the aisle, not because he's giving away something, but because it keeps it. This exchange was classic because He's like, we should do this, and we all agree we need border security. Well, yeah, of course we agree we need border security, but we don't really need the wall. Now, now here's where I disagree with Trump. I really kind of don't think we need a wall. I know, as a conservative, I'm supposed to toe the line for the president and say, we need the wall. We really kind of don't. So this is where I disagree with Trump, because we could get most of this done with technology. Now, one of the reasons I wanted to let this keep playing is because you know you'll hear in a second the president admit that they don't really need a wall everywhere they just need a wall in a few sections which is different than the idea that the democrats have been pushing because they've been acting like there's going to be this big ginormous ugly wall all along our southern border and all you're going to see is trump logo every 20 feet so let's listen to just a little bit more of this
0: and we'll not shut down the government and that's what we're urging you to do not threaten to shut down the government Church, you you, let me just down down finish because you can't get the your way. You shut down, you yeah, let me say something Mr. President you just say my way or we'll shut down the government we have a proposal that Democrats and Republicans will support to do a CR. That will not shut down the government. We urge you to take it. And
6: if it's not good border security, I it won't take it. It is very good border security. And if it's not good border security, I won't take
0: it. It's what because the because when you
6: look at these numbers of the effectiveness of our border security, and when you look at the job that we're doing you with the military, we just said it is effective. Can I be? Can I tell you something? Yeah, you just said Without it's effective. Without a wall, these are only areas where you have the walls. We want to do where this. you have walls, Chuck. It's effective. We, where you don't, where don't have walls, is it, it is, wall wall is not effective.
7: A to this. Yeah. Let's call a halt to this. We've come in here as the first branch of government, Article 1, the legislative branch. We're coming in in good faith. Holy crap,
2: Nancy Pelosi knows part of the Constitution.
0: We're
7: going to keep it open if we have border security.
0: If we don't have border security, Chuck, we're not going to keep it open. And it's the same border. You're bragging about what has been done. White-ups. We want to do the same thing we did last year. This year, that's our proposal. If it's good, then it's good now, and it won't shut down the government.
2: Chuck, we can build a but much, much bigger section let's, let's with debate, more money. Let's okay, debate in okay, private,
0: okay? Yeah, so let's price. debate in private.
2: Wait, we have to take this from in front of the cameras. We need look bad. I don't understand yeah, why like do. Trump we keeps wanting to do. do everything in get front of the press. What is this transparency you, thing? President Okay, so that's just where the press starts asking questions. So I wanted you guys to hear that exchange because if you go to Twitter, it's like this leftist celebration. It's like it, It's like an endless end zone dance because Nancy Pelosi took it to Donald Trump and Pelosi and Schumer stormed the White House today and took it back for Democrats. It's almost like they're acting like they threw him out of the White House and took it over. That's not what I heard in that exchange. What I heard in that exchange were people that we're griping about the way Donald Trump treats everyone else, treating Donald Trump the same way they feel like he shouldn't treat anyone else. Now, remember, one of the reasons why I didn't vote for Trump in the first place is because I was afraid of what was going to happen with the Republican Party if we continue to become our enemies, to beat our enemies. You cannot tell me with the way the Republican Party of today is acting that they have not adopted a lot of the tendencies of the left. And a lot of that is part and parcel because of Donald Trump. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Only history will judge that. But I don't like it. And what I really don't like is when the hypocrites on the left who are screaming about Donald Trump being rude and abrasive and talking over people and cutting them off and not letting them finish sentences, calling them stupid names, and then they come into his house and do the exact same thing. Now, before anybody calls me out on it, yes, I know, it's the White House, it's our house, but for the next few years, it's his. That's his home. He just had people come into his home and disrespect him to his face in front of cameras, and the left is taking a victory lap over it. So they're now celebrating the very same behavior they despise from Trump. Because it was Pelosi and Schumer that were doing the dissing. This is why I have a problem. Because at least I try to be consistent. I don't like it when Trump does it. I don't like it when anybody else does it. But I especially don't like it when you're doing it in someone's house. That's just wrong. But all of this victory lap mumbo-jumbo talk is really getting on my nerves, and I just realized because that audio lasted longer than I thought it was going to, and I ranted a little bit more about it than I expected to, we are up again. Actually, we're late for a break, so we gotta take one. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back, folks. Thank you for uh, hanging with us. This is America Off the Rails. I'm your host, Rick Robinson. We're gonna have a really short segment because I went wrong, on, went wrong, went long on the last one. Um, but so the so Town Hall just released their top 20 of conservative podcasts. I'm not on there. Not really sad about it. Just was reading through it, and I was like, half of these people are radio hosts that put together podcast after the fact. I don't think that should count. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Bitter party of one. Um, I'll be back later. It's time for me to go eat dinner. No, I'm just playing. All right, so we're going to take the break here in just about 30 seconds or so. Get us back on uh, standard clock because we're about to the bottom of the hour. Um, when we come back, we're going to keep talking about the events of the day because there's just, I don't, I don't know. I, I This whole thing about the, the left's victory lap on Twitter just really rubbed me the wrong way. So we're going to keep talking about that, then, then again, we're going to kind of, I mean, I've already talked about it a little bit, but, you know, truth be told, I really don't think we, that we need a wall. Um, I've said that since day one. Uh, no matter how much the president tries to push for it, I'm not going to be a huge fan of the idea. If that's what, but here's the thing, and this is the point that I've been trying to make to everybody, he's the president. He's the guy steering the ship right now. That means for the most part, he should get his agenda unless it's something completely crazy like socialized medicine you know donald trump's not trying to take our freedoms away he's not trying to say you're gonna like this and you're gonna we're gonna charge you a fine if you don't get this insurance policy and this that and the other so i mean for the most part unless he's doing something that is completely counter to the constitution the president should be able to get his own agenda through that's kind of what happens when you win the white house i thought but what do i know all right, so we'll be right back. I'm going to take another break. Bottom of the hour. See you in a bit. Everyone loves Liberty. Our rights come from God, not the government. So why are you letting other people tell you what's best for your healthcare? Exercise your freedom with Liberty Health Share. Liberty Health Share is a community of people who voluntarily share one another's medical costs. Liberty Health Share is founded on the idea that most people truly want to help one another. Healthcare sharing allows members to do just that, as a true community that supports one another in times of need. Liberty believes people should make decisions for themselves and their families. Members are able to take back the freedom to make their own decisions about their healthcare. Freedom from guilt or doubt
5: But even then he wanted an mba he looked at a dozen schools but only one offered the online education and flexibility he needed while he was in a tent in iraq grantham university turns out that grantham's been delivering affordable relevant college and advanced degrees for over 65 years heck if they can deliver a quality education to a soldier in a tent overseas think about the flexibility grantham can offer you so you can earn your degree too It doesn't matter how complicated or full your life is. If getting a degree is on your bucket list, you'll want to do what my son did. You'll want to call Grantham. Find out how easy it is to get started on your education so you can check that college degree off your bucket list. Call Grantham right now. 800-910-1370. That's 800-910-1370. Flexible, affordable, relevant. Call 800-910-1370.
2: Welcome, welcome, welcome back. This is America Off the Rails. I'm your host, Rick Robinson. We are live right now on klrnradio.com. And we've been talking about Chuck and uh, Nancy storming the White House. So I just, I can't, the, the thing that, the, the, It just completely floors me is the left right now is, oh, my God, did you see the way Nancy Pelosi talked to Trump? And you see the way Chuck Schumer talked to Trump? And that's what we've needed this entire time. And I'm glad that they said things that the American people have wanted to say for Donald to Donald Trump for the last two years. But, you know, the thing that, that 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 I cannot get out of my mind is they're sitting there in front of the press nationally, live on TV And all they keep saying is, Mr. President, we should be having this conversation behind closed doors. Mr. President, we shouldn't be having this conversation in front of the press. We should only come to the press after we've reached an agreement, Mr. President. Why are we having this conversation in front of the press? Nancy, Chuck, why do you care if they're having a conversation in front of the press? First of all, the press loves you. What's the matter? You afraid they're going to see something that's going to make them change their mind? Is that why you were suddenly so defensive about having a conversation in front of the people that can't stop kissing your ass? I'm really confused by this, Nancy. What was the problem with having the conversation in front of the press unless you were afraid that he was going to be able to sway their opinion by the time the conversation was over. Because let me tell you, when Ron hit on it while we were on break, but he said something that I was going to say when we came back from break, but I'm going to give him credit because he typed it before I actually said it out loud. And I would have done the same thing, Ron. Ron, while we were on break, typed in the chat. I'd have kicked Chucky and Ginger out of the house, but then again... Repeating over and over again that the Senate D's are holding up passage with him whining in the background is very effective. And there you have it, Ron. The second he said it more than once, that's when she started saying we should be having this conversation behind closed doors. Because she realized what he was doing. He was He was hammering home the point that this could be done if not for 10 Democrats that aren't willing to cross the line and vote with his party. And that's when she started panicking. That was when she lost it because she realized if he, if he kept making that point that they were going to at some point lose the argument because then the shutdown wasn't going to be about Trump. Cause you, you heard her try to slide that in three or four times. If you do this, this will be the Trump shutdown. Trump's like, it'll be what? Cause it won't be the Trump shutdown. He's tried to meet them every way possible on DACA and everything else in between, he has tried to work a deal with him. The only thing he's ever told them that he wants is the wall. I don't necessarily agree with him holding out for the wall, but he is the president of the United States and it is a key piece of his his agenda and it is a key campaign promise that he made. And I hate to say this, but I think that's one of the reasons why the Republicans lost the house. They didn't get the wall built in the first two years. They didn't even get anything remotely looking like wall legislation dealt with in the first two years. They didn't get Obamacare repealed in the first two years. Now, they did a lot of damage to Obamacare. But then, while they were doing damage to Obamacare, they kept letting the press and the left paint them in this corner about pre-existing conditions. Because, you know, everybody, everybody, God and country knows that you know before Obamacare, if you had a pre-existing condition, you were dying in the streets. That was sarcasm for those of you that were just born yesterday. Because I have medical conditions. A lot of them would be considered pre-existing medical conditions. Guess what? I still have health insurance. And I had health insurance. And I had better health insurance before Obamacare than I do now. Even with all the changes that we've made. And yet here we sit with warring factions on national TV and one of the factions whining about how we need to take this conversation back into the dark. If I were Donald Trump, I would have kept hammering that point and I would have specifically asked over and over again, why are you afraid of having this conversation where the American people can see how things are done? Why are you, what, are you afraid they're going to see you working with me and you're going to, you're going to lose face? Or, or is it because I keep pointing out the fact that it's your side that's stopping us from getting legislation that we need because it's part of my, my agenda and it's something that I want to get done? The one thing that I wish that he would have done today that he did not do, while he had her in front of the cameras and say okay well one of the things that I will do and maybe he you know gives them a bit of a bone let's put the wall off for right now but let's work on taxes because Nancy you kept saying when I passed my first set of tax cuts that they were bad for America because they were permanent for business and they were temporary for the middle class so let's fix that let's work together let's pass a permanent middle class tax cut now for those of you paying attention at home there's no such thing as a permanent tax cut because they can be voted on to be repealed at any given time what they mean when they say permanent tax cut is there's no sunset on it so it's not automatically gonna reset you know like there's a sunset on our national income tax every so often Congress has to vote to put it back into place because in a lot of ways that's technically unconstitutional because the federal government is not allowed to levy a direct tax upon its citizenry by the Constitution. But they found a way around it when they started making it an income tax. But what they don't understand, and I'm surprised nobody else has picked up on this, with the whole idea that for voting purposes, corporations have the same rights as people as far as being able to donate money and this, that, and the other. I'm really surprised nobody's pushed that as an extension because if in the eyes of the government corporations are basically people then by making companies that are corporations pay all of these income taxes into the federal government again violating the constitution but see this folks is why i'm not that scared when the powers that be start talking about government shutdown because the government does lots of things that in my opinion it shouldn't be doing so when they start, oh, well, if we don't come to an agreement, everything's going to be shut down. We need, another conti- we need another CR. For those of you who don't know what that is, that's a continuing resolution. We don't need a CR. Because the Republicans made us a promise that we were going to start having budgets again. Enough with the CRs. Enough with the theatrics. Enough with the BS. Let's just get things done. We'll be right back. Don't go away.
5: My son was in the Army back during Desert Storm, but even then he wanted an MBA. He looked at a dozen schools, but only one offered the online education and flexibility he needed while he was in a tent in Iraq
2: All right folks, so for the last couple of one well, last segment and a half ish cuz we're we're coming towards the end of the show. I have a question. When is enough money enough money? And when can the government stop subsidizing things? I ask this because I just saw something come across my desk from Judicial Watch. This is actually from judicialwatch.org and the headline reads US subsidizes Soros radical leftist agenda worldwide new judicial special watch report shows so the article goes on to talk about how the u.s government is actually helping to fund soros's left-wing agenda because basically they're subsidizing a lot of the other things that he's doing so it's giving him more money to do what he does so we're going to read a little bit about this the u.s government subsidizes billionaire george soros radical leftist agenda dedicating hundreds of millions of dollars ...to its deeply politicized open society foundations worldwide. Records uncovered by Judicial Watch show in a special investigations report... ...Judicial Watch documents the financial link between U.S. funded entities... ...and the OSF affiliates in further... ...and and OSF affiliates for... ...or two further, sorry... ...the Hungarian-born philanthropist agenda... ...seeking to destabilize legitimate governments... ...erase national borders target conservative politicians, finance civil unrest, subvert institutions of higher education, and orchestrate refugee crisis for political gain. The special report also illustrates the financial and staffing nexus between OSF and the U.S. government. So, a couple things I want to talk about here. So, we're now upset... Because George Soros is doing to us what we used to ask George Soros to do to other countries. This is one of the reasons why I always say, you know, The Art of War is a great book. I I recommend everybody read it. But The Art of War is not how one should live your life unless you plan on going to war. Because unless you're going to live your life in a constant state of war not everything in the art of war book is going to be germane to life however the enemy of the, the the enemy of my enemy is my friend is what got us in trouble with george soros because we've been helping him for decades destabilize other countries and now because we've been helping him and he's found ways to work our system we're now funding Watching him destabilize our own country by pushing for open borders, causing refugee crises. And I'm sorry if you think I'm sounding like um Alex Jones right now, but I'm telling you, this is exactly what's going on. And it's been going on right in front of our noses. And you and I are helping pay for it. That's the... So, again, going back to the government shutdown. Why the hell do I care if a government that is giving somebody money to destroy my country shuts down for five minutes while they whine, scream, and gnash their teeth? I mean, we're, all, we're, we're funding our own destruction. I want the irony of that to sink in. We, as an American people, because of our tax system and our innate generosity and the idea of, well, if we give this money to the government, they'll be able to take care of more people and they'll be be able to do more than we would be able to do. The government, (coughs) pardon me. The government took the very idea that the church had of coming together and working together for the good of a fellow man and for the betterment of a town and for a city and for a state and for a country and they twisted it. And now they take all of our money and we don't even have a say as to where they put it. They're giving my money to Planned Parenthood and George Soros. They're giving your money to Planned Parenthood and George Soros. I want that to sink in. And then some of you are still wondering why I don't care if the government shuts down. Because I'm tired of my tax money going to places like Planned Parenthood. I'm tired of my tax money going to people like George Soros. I'm sorry. Once you get to the point where you have something in your bank account that has more than six six zeros or more behind it, I don't think you need government subsidies anymore. I also don't understand our fascination with stuff. Because I have to tell you, one of the things that breaks my heart, and I, I thought of this the other night, because I saw Oprah Winfrey's new commercial for her line of food called Oh That's Good. And she was talking about, for every meal that's purchased from now to December 30th, we're going to, do- we're going to donate a meal, and I don't remember what group it was, but it was one of the, the feed homeless, family, homeless hungry family groups. I'm just thinking, you already have billions of dollars in your hand. Why does somebody have to buy a product from you to get you to take a few pennies from what you made from that product and put it in somebody else's hand? I don't understand how our mindset works when it comes to money. My wife and I have talked about this before. If I ever got to the point where I was making enough money where I didn't have to worry about paying my bills, the first thing I would do is pay off my house. Not go buy a brand new house. Not buy a bigger house. Pay off the house I have. The house I have is fine. Now once I have it paid off, I would probably do a few projects to fix it up a little bit. But I'm not going to go pay $5 million for another house just because suddenly I have money burning a hole in my pocket. I would pay cash for my wife a car. I would pay off my car. And then we would drive both of them until the wheels fall off. Because if we had the ability to not have to focus on taking care of ourselves, the first thing I would love to be able to do is start being able to take care of other people. You know, not how many planes can I buy, not how many cars can I have, not how big of a house can I buy, not how many. 14, can I get a 22-car garage, please, to go with my 14 million room mansion with a bathroom for twice over for every room? No. Do you realize that with all the money that is focused in this country, we could change the world? And the reason I bring this up is because I want you to think about something, because this was brought to my attention a couple of months ago. When I started hearing, you know, the left talking about the 1% in America. Do you realize that if you make more than $39,500 per year, you are part of the top 1% of the world? The world. An income level that would be barely above poverty in this country puts you at the one percent of the world how much difference how much change could we make if we stopped focusing on ourselves all right well we've got one last break and we got to come back and wrap things up sorry i got a little deep there towards the end but you know sometimes you got to do it We will be right back. Stay tuned.
5: My son was in the Army back during Desert Storm. But even then, he wanted an MBA. He looked at a dozen schools, but only one offered the online education and flexibility he needed while he was in a tent in Iraq My son was in the army back during Desert Storm, but he...
2: folks welcome back sorry about that that's what happens when you're trying to coordinate one show while you're live on another one so uh we're just about done for this one want to thank everybody for taking the time to tune in i have not heard from my co-host yet today so i hope jen and rick will be up here in just a couple minutes but i haven't heard from her yet so i guess we will see it is the christmas season though and she has had a lot of stuff going on so if we're not live tonight i'm not really going to be mad about it (sighs) anyway um Sorry, I was kind of all over the place today, and I know I ended on a pretty heavy note, so I just want to, you know, let you guys know, look, I'm not not saying that we should all become kumbaya, you know, hippies and be collectively taking care of each other, but I really do think that some people that have really, really deep pockets probably need to start refocusing their priorities a bit. Just saying. All right, so as far as I know, uh, Jen and Rick will hopefully be up in a minute or so. If not, we will hopefully see you guys Thursday. Now, as far as for tomorrow night, everything is all systems go for all 3 hours as far as I know, at this time. So we'll have the Conservative Crudgeon Radio Show, followed by FUBAR, One Nation Under Foo, with Sam Janney back at the helm, instead of yours truly. I know some of you are probably really happy about that. Shadap. Shadap. Just saying. But, uh... Yeah, so, and then, of course, I will be live to round out the night. Uh, I'm going to do my best to get in at least one or maybe two full weeks of programming because the week of Christmas, I'm probably taking most of that off. Not even going to lie. We've got a lot of stuff going on. Got extra programs at the church. Got lots of family stuff. So, uh, yeah, most of that, you know, probably about the Thursday before Christmas and most of the week after Christmas, I'm probably falling off the map. Just going to be honest. All right. Well, you know what this sound means. So we will be back with you guys tomorrow night. Here in a second, hopefully, I will find out whether or not we are doing a Jen and Rick show tonight. And it looks like we are, because she just texted me back. So I will be back with you guys here in just a few minutes before the Jen and Rick show. As far as, the, for those of you that for some reason only listen to America Off the Rails, for some reason we have people that like certain brands of show and they don't really cross over to the other ones. So, in case I don't get to see you before tomorrow night, take care, God bless, and remember, in the words of Bill S. Preston Esquire, be excellent to each other. See you guys tomorrow night.
1: No! 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 Hey, you guys, I'm getting him. Game over, man.
2: It's game over. I'm
1: ready to make my credits
2: count. I'm ready to take classes from a university that will help me build on my experience to prepare me for the future. A university that will make me feel supported, encouraged, and connected. Click this ad or go to online.odu.edu today.